you're about to do a speech. Your palms are getting all sweaty. You can feel your breath. You can even feel the pulse of your heartbeat going through your veins, through your neck. You've got butterflies in the stomach. And then frantically, you look for your notes and you look for the first line and you start your presentation, your speech. Maybe you fumble your way through your speech. Maybe you do it perfectly. But by the end of it, nobody realizes you've had a bit of a mild panic attack. And for some people, a major panic attack as a result. I've seen this happen with my own eyes. In this episode of the Energy Heating Podcast, we are going to explore a very powerful way to deal with fears. When I talk about fears, I'm talking about anything from a wedding speech, whether you're going dating, whether you have an interview, whether it's a business meeting, whether you're about to get married. We all have various fears and fears are absolutely normal. It's when they go too far and they stop you from living life, they become phobias. We'll focus on fears in this episode of the Energy Healing Podcast. So I've learned over the years various techniques for dealing with fears, but I developed a particular technique of my own which seems to work in a very powerful way. This fear could be anything. Like I said, it could be wedding speeches. It could be going on a date. It could be fear about your own health, anxiety about your own health. Maybe you've got pain in your joints. could be anything. So the question is, how do you deal with it? Well, first of all, let's look at what happens when you go into a state of fear. You go into what you call a fight, flight or freeze mechanism. This is your survival mechanism. Fight means... It's like you're taking on a Bengal tiger and you want to take it on and most of us will not fight a Bengal tiger. Flight means you run away from it and freeze means you're literally like frozen and so the tiger can just chomp you up into little bits and spit you out, well, poo you out later on. So that's what fight, flight and freeze means. And we don't live in the jungle. We don't live in the African savanna. We don't live in the wild, most of us. Most of us live in cities or villages and we're not exposed to those kind of situations. However, we have developed this mechanism of handling fear over many thousands of years, 50,000, 100,000 years it's developed. So it's biologically encoded inside of yourself. Fears is all to do with perception because most fears, most anxieties are just perceived fears and anxieties. So when you go into a fear state, you end up releasing the stressor hormone cortisol. Now cortisol is important, don't get me wrong, but when there's an excess amount of cortisol flooding your body, flooding your bloodstream, it is destructive to your organs and it is destructive to your health and it will aid you rapidly. And then we also release adrenaline, noradrenaline and a bunch of other hormones which are there to help protect you from the Bengal tiger. In addition to that, of course, when you're in a fear state, your blood stops going to the parts of your body that need to look after you on a day-to-day -day basis, like digestion. So when you go into a fear state, of course, you end up in a, with butterflies in your stomach. In essence, what it means, your stomach is not receiving the blood it needs. The cells of your body stop repairing, rejuvenating, because in that moment, you're just trying to survive. You're just trying to exist. So all your attention is just purely survival. Of course, you can imagine if you are not supplying the hormones and the blood, etc. to your digestive system, it starts wearing thin and getting damaged over time. 
There's also another type of fear, the stage type of fear. You know when you go on a roller coaster ride, you're paid to go on a roller coaster ride, and you have this fear, but you know this fear is coming. And people get a high from that particular type of fear because you have a massive boost of dopamine going through you. And that's, that's a fear which is fine. That's not the fear I'm talking about. So back in 2009, I had a teenage client. I think she was 19 at the time, single mother. And she turned to me and she said, Arun, I keep having this horrible nightmare. Every single night, it's a recurring dream, a recurring nightmare. And during that nightmare, I have this monster chasing after me. As a result, my sleep gets broken. I wake up with a, in a cold sweat. And basically, the following day, I'm moody and I don't feel so good. And it's been happening for the last two years. And so I taught her a technique to use, which she did that day. And that very night, her dreams, her nightmares stopped. So in essence, I said to her, if you have this nightmare tonight, and you've been having it every night for the last two years, so it's likely you can have it again tonight. When you see that monster, even though it's counterintuitive, I'd like for you to open up your arms and go to embrace the monster and tell the monster, I love you. Following day, I get a phone call. The client said to me, I did exactly what you said, Haru. As soon as I said, I love you, the monster disappeared. And this continued for the next couple of nights. I checked how she got on and basically the nightmare stopped right there, right then. You see, what you resist persists. And so I developed a technique. It's easy to remember. How do you deal with fear? You use this acronym, F-E-A-R. The first stage is F. F stands for feel. Feel the feelings. In other words, don't deny it. If you're feeling lousy, if you're feeling angry, sad, feel it. Don't fight it. What you resist, persist. So feel the feelings. Second is embrace it. Don't fight it. In fact, say, bring it on. Let me feel that way. So if it's sadness, anger, whatever it is, just embrace it. Third, which is A, A stands for amplify it. So on a scale of one to 10, if your fears are three, amplify it, take it to a 10. If your feelings are a seven, take it to a 10. If they're a nine, take it to a 10. If they're a 10, take it to an 11. So on a scale of one to 10, take whatever feeling you have to a 10. And then R stands for release. So let's go through this. And this is very, by the way, a very powerful process, which is part of my THT method of self-healing or healing others. Here's a very important caveat. On a scale of 10, if the feeling that you have is a 10 out of a 10, 8 out of a 10, 7 out of a 10, even a 6 out of a 10, leave them alone. Number one, you need external intervention. You need a therapist like one of my team members or psychotherapist, somebody who knows their stuff. So leave those alone. That's not for you to touch. You certainly need somebody else helping you. A 10 out of a 10, a 9 out of a 10 might be sexual abuse, it might be rape, it might be PTSD. That really needs external intervention. My personal preference is for when you do it for the first time, pick something minor. On a scale of 1 to 10, pick a 3, 4 or 5. Nothing more than a 5. Preferably start off with a 3. So first of all, you close your eyes and imagine your fear is located somewhere in your body. Let's say it's in your abdomen. The first thing is you decide what the intensity is on a scale of 1 to 10. What is it? And you might say a 3. And if you want to, you can imagine it as a colour or you can imagine it as a feeling. 
So let's say you go with a colour and it's uh, purple, for example. So on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 3. That's the first thing. Acknowledge it. Okay, I'm feeling this purple colour or whatever colour you pick. I'm feeling this physical feeling. So it might be a tension. And then you embrace it. You say, okay, I welcome this colour. I welcome it more and more and I keep on welcoming it. Keep your eyes closed while you're doing it. And then get to a 10 out of a 10 with this one colour. It started off with a 3, you take it to a 10. Next, you've amplified it, now you're going to release it. And how do you release it? Imagine you're breathing in and then you're breathing out the purple, if it's purple. And as you breathe out the purple, it turns into white. I'll explain that another time. But what you're doing is you're breathing out that colour and you're letting it go. So breathing in and then breathe out the colour as soon as it Leave your lips, it turns into white. Breathe out the purple and keep on releasing, keep on releasing, keep on releasing until you get to a zero out of a ten. So there's no purple at all. Once you've done that, you might see another color. I might see an orange or a green, doesn't matter, whatever color it is. If it's not white, if it's not transparent, go through the process again. You keep your eyes closed, welcome it, take it on a scale of one to ten take it whatever it is to a 10 and then breathe it out so if it's an orange or green you breathe out the green or the orange and as it leaves your mouth it turns into pure white light you keep on doing that and repeat the process and then notice what you notice i have to say as a self-healing process it's probably one of the most powerful processes you can implement into your self-healing practice into your life and if you have a child, again, you can do the same thing. I've did it, done it with my kids from when they were, I think, two or three years of age. And it works like a treat. And so the aim is, number one, feel the feeling. Number two, you embrace it. You say, okay, I have it. Fine. Number three, you amplify it. And amplifying means taking it from whatever low number it is to a 10. And then you release it. You breathe it out. You give it out to nature. And nature knows what to do with it. So you are left with total transparency or white light going through you. Please apply this, implement this. Now, if you do have a trauma, if you do have an issue that you need help on releasing, then drop me a line. There's a link below. Have a energy healing taster session with me or one of my team, and then we'll help you to work through it now. The taster session is for free, but if you want to do the work, then very often we find that it's, that is just the tip of the iceberg. We go to the root cause and then beyond the root cause, we go to the seed cause and then we release it at that deep, profound level. As a result, not just one part of your life changes, all of your life changes. I hope this has been useful for you. If it has, please feel free to share this video. Share it with at least two family members. Because, you know, the best thing you can do is not give people money and not give them things. Give them the ability to self-empower. Give them the ability, give them the tools not to just eat the fish, but to fish for themselves. Thanks for watching. See you next time.